Want one? Hell yeah, man. I always want stuff like this. this 250 bucks. That's $250? <laughs> for you. How much is it for somebody else? $250. I don't know. Maybe. You can afford it, right? <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. This is Eric here with IRAC Veteran 8888. And today, we got another gun gripe episode for you. We're going to be uh, having a chat today. Why do you need a firearms lawyer? If you refer back to the previous video, we introduced Clay Cheshire here. He's our guest today. Howdy, Clay. Howdy, Eric. Thank All you right. for having me again. I'll give you a pen. Okay, don't worry. We're good. So we've got Clay back, and we're, we're posing the question, you know, why would you need a firearms-related lawyer? In the last video, we, we introduced you to Clay and to Munitions Law Group. Obviously, they're a law firm that is in the pro-2A world and in the 2A world. So let's start, let's kind of go, uh, hit on that a little bit. Okay, why, why would somebody need a firearms lawyer? Okay. Why is that a thing? It, it's a thing. And, and I'll tell you, we really have to look at it. There's two different categories of clients, right? We've got consumer clients. Um, and that would include individuals who carry, who are enthusiasts, who like to buy and potentially even sell firearms or trade them. And then we've got um, people who invest in them. A lot of folks will go out and invest in what we call investment-grade NFA machine guns and things like that. So that's the consumer client base. And then you've got the industry client base. And that's going to be retailers. It's going to be manufacturers. It's going to be importers, exporters. Um, and people who make ancillary products, component parts, um, stocks, bump stocks, optics, things like that. Those folks, um, maybe they heat treat barrels or they apply Cerakote finishes to things. I mean, those, those are industry clients. So you've got those two categories, right? So you start there, right? With the consumer client, um, they would need a firearms lawyer really for a couple of things. Number one, be a resource. If you're mm -hmm. a carrier and maybe you're going to take a road trip somewhere and you're going to be in 14 different states, um, you might have a question about how do you have to carry a firearm that's loaded in your vehicle, right? Can you? Things like that. Sure, if, or reciprocity or things like that Exactly. As well. um, and then you've got you know, the consumers who may like to buy a lot of guns, go to gun shows, trade, that kind of thing. They may, they may have questions about am I in the business? Am I engaged in the business? Do I have to actually get an FFL? That can be an issue. You know, ATF has recently clarified the definition of what does it mean to be in the business, and, and there's some ambiguity there and some gray areas, and you know, that, there's some benefit to I that. I love that word. I never get to use it in a sentence. Ambiguity? Though. Yes, I yeah. love that word. You know, and I forgot something else. There's also folks who have, um, who have lost their Second Amendment rights, and they, they may want to get those rights restored and explore whether they can do that, and so that's something that we can help them with. And then you've got your investors, right, that I mentioned earlier, and a lot, I have had several calls over the years with um, folks who have, uh, on a handshake, bought something that they didn't actually receive, and um, maybe there was never a form sent to NFA to transfer the item. Maybe it didn't even exist, or maybe it wasn't even in possession like of the scam. seller. Right, and so they're out of money, and they go, what do I do? So that's sort of the consumer client base. And then we've got the industry client base. And what you have to keep in mind there um, for those clients is, is that uh, you are in a ultra-highly regulated space. You know, you're not selling um, Christmas trees. You're selling firearms. And I'm sure they find a way to regulate Christmas trees if they can. <laughs> they could, and find a way to tax them, right? right. But, but there is, um, 
there's a lot of regulatory compliance requirements that these folks have to comply with. And it's not just ATF. It could be if they manufacture, they've got a excise tax obligations. If they're importing, if they're exporting, they've got ITAR and soon to be Commerce Department issues they have to, to adhere to. So, you know, we're there as a resource for those guys. A lot of times businesses will have a corporate attorney that's outside. We've got a lawyer. Um, most of the time when we've been in that situation, that lawyer is a great lawyer but doesn't know the nuances about the firearms world that we do. So a lot of times we can add some value to those clients who need firearm-specific assistance. So those are really why you need a firearms lawyer. In a nutshell, essentially. Well, you know, in the previous video, we discussed, uh, you know, with Clay, uh, with this whole thing, you know, that a lot of law practices specialize in something. So Munitions Law Group is a group of dudes that just specialize in gun-related issues. Another one of those, all right, so going back and, and spitballing against some of your statements there, uh, one being that you mentioned individuals. Uh, another instance I could see, you know, maybe need a lawyer, is maybe you shoot on your property all the time and somebody calls the cops on you all the time or they're, they're trying to shut you down or you don't know if there's some legality as to where you can shoot or, you know, like in Georgia, for instance, we have laws that go towards, oh, well, you have to be a certain distance away from public roadway, you have to be a certain distance away from a house, and all of these things. And obviously they can, I don't know, give you a hard time about it. So I would imagine even just the simple act of shooting a gun on your property uh, could even, you know, merit a call over to a lawyer group to even, you know, kind of get a look at what your local laws might be uh, to determine if you're in the right. If, I don't know, if you're approached by law enforcement or something. Right, that could be a legitimate concern. Sure, and we have a lot of clients who have hired us just for really for peace of mind and to be there for them. I mean, we have a something called our Quick Reaction Program where people will pay us uh, a very nominal annual fee, and they basically get a a twenty four seven cell phone for us. And anytime there's an issue, maybe they're in a defensive shooting situation. I was going to ask that next. You know, something like question. that. You know, we're here for them, and mm -hmm. and a lot of times that's in conjunction with with insurance they might already carry. We we actually do work for some of those insurance companies where they will hire our firm to represent somebody who has an insurance policy. You know, that is a that is a great thing to bring up because, you know, Chad and I have done some videos in the past where we discuss firearm-specific insurance policies. Um, you know, a lot of homeowners' policies will only cover a very small amount of firearms coverage, mm. if at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to check your individual policies. Sometimes they won't even cover guns. Yeah. And again, it goes back to our first <clears throat> video we made where we discuss almost this sort of displacement that some facets within the industry have from the Second Amendment. They don't want anything to do with it, that you know, oh, either we're too high risk or they don't like our way of life or some reason where they make some conscious decision not to do business with us. Insurance companies are no different, so that's a very excellent point to bring up. There are firearm-specific insurance policies, and obviously those companies are ran by people who know about the 2A world, they know about gun values, so that's a very important thing to bring up. You mentioned also the whole aspect of, um, you know, if you're involved in some form of a defensive shooting. I mean, let's face it, guns are an inherently dangerous object. And obviously, you know, you use them for protection and things. So that's something you guys cover as well. So like if a client obviously is involved in a shooting of completely, you know, legal defense related shooting, that's where you guys would come in to we, jump in and help them. We tell them to call us first. Call <clears throat> us before the police arrive. Yeah. And we can help you make sure that you don't say the wrong thing. Yeah. And I'm not going to coach you to, to lie, 
but not say the wrong thing. Because those words matter. Or, or potentially don't say anything. It depends on the facts. Yeah. But we've had clients call us. Uh, I had a shooting that happened actually, believe it or not, right by my office. And wow. knew the guy. And he called me after it happened and he never got charged. And it was purely, it was, a, it was an armed robbery, jewelry store, um, shot the robber, killed him, and didn't get charged. End of day. I mean, it's, it's a frightening prospect to think about if you think about no, nobody wants Terrifying. to hurt anybody no. you know what I mean I, it, deep down inside I mean like you mentioned earlier that the, the defense of your family is so important to you just like it you know tool the, the tool of a firearm that they are the tools of free people so yeah you don't want to go out of your way to hurt somebody but let's face it I mean it's there to protect you and there comes with that some baggage Right. When something happens, there's a bit of baggage involved. If, if you ever are in the unfortunate situation where you have to use a firearm to protect yourself, you need to be prepared to um, answer some questions about what happened. And, you know, we can help clients do that. Yeah, they can and will use it against you. Of course. But, I mean, that's... Yeah. that's in the Miranda warning. Can and will be used against you. Yes. Like, they're not, they're not asking you questions because they care. They're asking you questions because they want to use it against you. So uh, my, my perspective has always been shut your dang mouth, don't say anything, and call your dang lawyer. That's generally good advice. I think so. That's generally good advice. And then help your lawyer do the messaging for you. Because yep. the words matter. If you use one wrong word, it can be the difference between prison, prosecution, and freedom. Now, that's two very different things. Very different Don't things. want to be in prison. It would not be fun. I wouldn't do well in prison. Personally. Why is that? I just wouldn't, don't want to eat their food. Really? A lot just of other the food? Things. I like my freedom. You wouldn't want to lift some weights? I like my freedom. Yeah, I like, I like my, freedom my freedom too. I think I, I like, like sleeping freedom. in a comfortable bed with my dogs and getting up in the middle of the night to drink a glass of milk. That I think kind of that's stuff. probably the route I'd rather take. Being with my family. Yeah. You know? Pretty important. Seeing my kids grow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I Wearing a nice comfy vest. That's right. I will decline prison. Yeah, yeah. So, that would yeah. respectfully decline. Res- respectfully, of course. Is there anything that we haven't covered? Uh, so we do have a little cheat sheet here just to give us some bullet points. So is there anything else we want to cover in this video about why someone would need a firearms lawyer? Well, I, I, I'll just say this, that, um, that you know we're here as a resource. And that's, that's the way we want people to look at us. That's how we want all of our clients to look at us is... We're here if you need us. Um, sometimes you don't realize you need us, and we can help you figure out whether you do or not. Um, that particularly applies to industry members. But, um, but we think everybody needs to have somebody with um, our skill set available to them if they're in this space, whether as a consumer or as an industry member. I think it's cool that there are lawyers like you that are stepping up and realizing that the 2A world is a specific world that requires a specific viewpoint and a specific disposition. Like, you have to have kind of a special disposition when it comes to, uh, and I'm not a lawyer, he is, but when you're dealing in something that involves someone's rights, okay, that's kind of different, right? You know, rights are rights. And when it's a 2A world, it just seems that it takes a certain person to understand the sanctity of that and to be able to, you know, there is an emotional attachment to the Second Amendment. It's in our hearts, right? Like, we live it, you know, and it's every day for us. So, you know, separating a little bit of the emotion from the facts that need to be presented, I think that's where you guys come in as sort of, you know, allowing that person to be who they are, but then also understanding that 
there are facts that have to be administered, and there are things that we have to discuss and to go about that sort of logical road uh, that can keep you free and keep you out of trouble and everything. So I think yeah. that's probably the best way to look at it. That's right? a great way to look at it. I mean, we, we operate in a system that, that non-lawyers don't operate in. Sure. And so, you know, let us do that for you. Um, there's nothing wrong with being emotional about stuff, and sometimes we want that. Sometimes it adds value to, to what you want. But, um, and we'll never disparage somebody for having an emotional response about something like that. But we navigate this world that you don't live in for you. And that's what we're here for. That's smart. Uh, Clay, thanks for coming down and, and being on this video with me today. Guys, we're going to be me. cutting a lot more videos with Clay. We hope that you like these videos and maybe you know, it gives you some food for thought. Maybe you learn a little bit. And uh, you know, we've never really had any lawyers on the channel before, so we thought it would be fun to have Clay uh, down. He's local here. Uh, so you know, we've actually used Clay and his firm for a couple of things that we've dealt with. Uh, you know, and they're great dudes. They really know their stuff. And they've got a, a, a great you know, planning uh, implementation that they have in place so they'll get together and brainstorm and they come up with some really great solutions for problems and they're really good people so I thought it would be fun to have them on the channel to have Clay on the channel and also make sure you check out Derek over on the Munitions Law Group uh, YouTube channel I'll put a link in the description box below so you guys can check it out um, bunch of great videos and Derek is one of your partners yep right. he's a good guy yeah B big red beard you can't miss him just, just go on there Type in Munitions Law Group. You'll see him. Uh, you can't miss him. He's, he's hard to miss. Uh, guys, thanks for watching today's video. We hope you enjoyed it. Clay, thank you for coming down yet again. And uh, we'll see you next time. Many more gun gripes on the way. Uh, we'll be diving into some more of these legal issues with Clay in future videos. So let me know if there's something you want us to cover. Do you have any questions? Uh, is there something we didn't bring up that we should have brought up? Uh, do you have a question? Leave it down in the comment section below. And maybe what we'll do, Clay... We'll compile a few questions, and we'll try to give a little bit of an answer maybe in a future video for you guys. Love to do it. All right. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you.